0: hello everyone welcome back to the channel in today's video i'm going to speak about how you can become a better decision maker and this will intertwine with adding and removing friction to your decision making process so i hope you enjoy a concept that will help you once you understand it is the idea of analysis by paralysis so what does that mean this is when you have too many choices and that makes your decision making difficult. So if you remove and reduce the amount of options you have, the choice becomes simpler. But there's nuance, because if we delete all our options, we become one dimensional and that isn't healthy. So there's a balance between having too many choices, which slows you down, and having just the right amount of options. And it is something that you have to figure out yourself, but you can use the guide rail of understanding, well, I need a few options. I don't want too many options. So what is my sweet spot? And this comes with the understanding that we have limited mental capacity. And if you are using energy, wasting energy on simple decisions, but making them complicated, you are taking away from other areas, which you could potentially be putting your energy in and getting a greater return on your investment. See, This life is a game and we must understand that we need to allocate our limited resources accordingly. If you would like to do well in the game, then it's so important for us to be detailed and intentional with how we invest everything that we have in this can be applied to so many different areas. But the bottom line is without a detailed creation of your life, you will fall into this trap of serving someone else's dream. So you make that decision. Is your dream the priority or would you rather take less risk and end up being sort of a pawn um lower than your ideal potential so when we speak on being detailed and intentional that aligns with systems and so why do we need systems well because we are making so many decisions throughout the day, it's absolutely insane. With the massive amount of choices that we have each day, it's important to make the ones automatic that we can. And this allows us, it frees up our mental capacity to be invested otherwise. So you don't want to be using valuable and limited energy on very simple things, and that's where the systems come in. And the systems can even be implemented into complicated areas of your life. Just any area that does not require your intuitive action on the spot, you can pretty much simplify. And Even with the more complicated, intuitive actions, you can create guardrails and guidelines to give yourself a bit of a, a structure, even though, let's say, it changes and you're flexible within that structure, to at least make it a bit less spontaneous, to give yourself a little order See, it's this balance, too much order. You don't want that. And you surely don't want too much chaos. So we need to look to figure out where these fine lines are between over automating and over systemizing and then not being versatile at all and having too much chaos, too much versatility. Um, I-, I personally think that generalization is a bit better than specialization. But with that being said, I still strongly believe that there is um, a very important place for specialization in this life. So nuance, everything is nuanced. Something that is quite unhealthy is the hustle culture idea, that style of thinking. It does not Prioritize the fundamentals, and see, simple scales. Why does simple scale? Well, because when you overcomplicate things, they tend to create even more problems, unexpected, new issues. Rather, if you prioritize the fundamentals, your nutrition, your sleep, creating the mindset, educating consistently, not judging, but learning. Um, not speaking all the time, but listening. Those are just a few. There, there's many fundamental pillars and principles to creating yourself into the the potential that you have. But the the bottom line comes down to the idea that humans are a bit lazy, and we want to make things easy. So it is. It's a hard life if you're ripped, rich, and uncommon. Why is it hard? Well, that's just the perception, but you're doing challenging things every day to create and maintain that lifestyle. And with that being said, it's a hard life to be lazy, homeless, um, diseased, miserable, and depressed. Both, no matter what route you take in life, you will be met with challenges. I just, from my personal experience, I think that's the case. And to me, the question was and is, which hard is better? Because there surely is a a better route. And with, with... this is how life works. You're you're not going to ever have it easy. E- even the the most quote-unquote successful people sometimes and often, even more than sometimes that their mind is a prison. They look from the external view due to society's programming and our lack of understanding of what consciousness truly is and how deep it is. Um, Due to that programming, you can look at someone from the external and think that they're happy and be so far wrong. Really, There, there are a giant majority of successful materialistic humans who seem to be successful, but they're actually miserable because materialism is not a solution to what you need in life. See, humans need fulfillment, connection. Um, a deep meaning and a a lifestyle that is not too easy, not too hard, but challenging them consistently. Humans need adventure, we need a project. we need to be building oh, all that being said, we also must rest and must balance um, versatility with work and rest with serious, creation. So uh, th- this is all more complicated than our society makes it seem. So make it easy when it comes to your decisions. That's that's what I started with and to bring it back, we we are going to make decisions consistently almost every minute we're making a choice. And every choice you make is a vote for the person you want to be. So you need to have a bigger picture view, but mix that bigger picture view with daily, small, smaller time frame execution. So that balance, we need to build our ability to zoom out knowing when to zoom out and then be able to zoom back in knowing when to zoom in. So we've touched on systems, but now we'll go a bit more in depth. And like what is a system? I know in the beginning when I heard this word, I didn't really understand and I was a bit intimidated. So a system to me is the the process of organizing a set of actions. And when you do this, you're removing the, the stress that would come from having to make additional choices. So you organize the actions and the actions become smooth and they kind of unfold just as if you were pushing a set of dominoes and it just goes bing 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 and on to the next one so when we automate activities through a system we we simplify our days and see the big picture is we would like to stress and worry less um we think too much and so let's let's do a bit of a a real life example if you just pay attention to your mind right now and let it get quiet and ask yourself some sort of question like what do i have to do later today so your mind comes up with answers and that is the stressful thing in life, the worrying thing. We worry and stress due to our thinking. So if you can become conscious of your thinking and become aware of when you're thinking and overthinking, see, let this be said, I am not implying that we should not think, okay? We need to. What I am saying is that we think too much. There are many moments in periods of time, slices during our days where we do not need to be thinking about fucking bullshit that we are thinking about. And this is my personal experience. I just know for a fact that I made myself much more miserable than I had to be due to my unawareness of my mental chatter and if i can help you raise your awareness and identify holy shit i do not need to be stressing and worrying nearly as much as i am and therefore you know stress is one of the biggest damn killers so just there right there i don't have to go into the the layers of benefits that reducing your worry and stress has but if you can stress less just there you're you're um preserving yourself, and you're extending your life. And ideally, everything is much more peaceful. When you subtract stress from the situation, peace enters the equation. This is an interesting idea. My mom, I would label a workaholic. And of course, she's working through that, trying to think less and be better at simply being present. And doing a bit of self-care rather than work, work, work. But the point is that when we're using our mind, it is better than not using the mind. What do I mean there? Well, if she is working and she is using her mind, well, that doesn't give her time to reflect or to think about the bigger picture like where is she going what has she been doing why is she doing what she does every day bigger existential questions now you may say justin like what what's even the point of that that those questions are bullshit they're just philosophy well i just can't accept that because don't you understand that this life is bigger than materialism like you're here for an actual reason not just to do the bullshit that society makes you believe you're here for like if you just sit for a moment and try to wrap your mind around the complexity of life um how Do you choose to blink sometimes, but then you don't choose to blink most of the time? Um, What about the, the difference in something like how blood is red when it's in the air, but blue when it's in your veins? And what about human beings feeling when someone else is staring at them? Those are just a few examples, but the see i'm sure you've felt that before like you're just sitting there whatever and then you lock eyes with the person staring at you it's like what just happened honestly in dreams that's another one or the sun like the sun's been shining every day for how long who who made the sun what what is the sun doing um <laughs> So that's just the frame of mind that, to me, I'm interested in deeper questions. You might not be interested in, hey, I'm not here to make you feel bad for being interested in what interests you. Not at all. Just trying to explain why it's important to ask deeper questions. So tangented, this came from my mom being a workaholic. So. Like, what does this come down to? I think the, the key reason I brought this up is that when you're so busy using your mind, you never take time to reflect and ask more meaningful questions. And if we're just hovering in this complacent state of being, which we're, we're not clear on why we're doing what we're doing, that leads you down a dark path. It leads you to a sort of a depressed state because if you're doing things each day and there's no real meaning, no fulfilling drive behind it, you get lost, you get confused, and I want to help you prevent that. So I need you to get clear on what you must avoid. And related to decision-making, it's an abundance of options, a distracted mind. What makes a distracted mind? Well, your environment. If you have no time to yourself where you can sit quietly, go for a walk, um, take a shower, read a book, if you don't have any time to yourself where you can reflect, that's that's a problem. And you need to somehow create that time for yourself because no reflection equals no improvement. And no improvement, come on, you know where that's going to lead you, you know. Um, what else do we avoid? It's important to get clear on what you're doing with your time and energy, to be detailed in how you invest your time and energy, to understand that the smallest of decisions require energy. And if you can silence your mind through through training your awareness, how do you train your awareness, Meditation, focusing on your breath during workouts, um, reading books, anything that requires focusing your attention for 45 minutes plus, um, well, it doesn't have to be 45 minutes. Anything that requires you focusing your attention for at least five minutes, but for certain activities, you can scale up the time, of course, and you should, um, So you need to get crystal clear on what to avoid. And so a foggy mind must be avoided. And so what creates a foggy mind? Watching porn that creates a foggy mind, eating processed food, eating too much food, even if it's healthy, not getting enough sleep, having low quality sleep. Well, what, what lowers the quality of your sleep? watching screens before bed, eating too much food before bed, eating low quality food, Um, not not moving your body during the day. That will affect your sleep for sure. So you see there's some interconnections between this whole thing, but you, you identify what to avoid and then you get crystal clear on your priorities and You reduce friction when it comes to the priority tasks that you need to get done. So you make it as easy as possible for you to start and finish those activities. Your personal situation will require you to come up with unique solutions for every area that you're removing friction from when building healthy habits. And the same goes for adding friction for habits you are looking to quit. So for me, a great example is not watching porn. How do you make it easier not to do that? You make it so you don't have a web browser. You have no access to the internet or or a web browser on your phone. That makes just a bit of friction. And then when you get the temptation, you notice the temptation because you've put the blockage in place and then you say you know what I'm too lazy to remove that blocker and I know that now that I had to think about this due to the blocker I know that watching porn is actually going to leave me with guilt shame and regret so therefore I'm just gonna choose the right decision and not succumb to the temptation does that make sense I hope it does Um, if it does write me something about a habit that you're looking to add or remove friction to and if you want help maybe i can help you um but that concept of adding and removing friction it is so powerful because it can be applied to many areas of your life many and where there is versatility in a principle there is potential and see this is why I'm I'm looking to teach you how to fucking fish. I have no interest in throwing you tossing you fish, but to teach you how to do it yourself, that's intriguing to me. Decide and commit to building the life you desire. You need to bet on yourself to have faith and mix that faith with daily action. So So many people don't believe in themselves, and I did not believe in myself. Eh, some moments, some points in my life. It it was never not there. There was always a bit of self-belief, but mixed with a lot of self-doubt, and I feel like that's something most of you will be able to relate to. So how do you build self-worth and confidence you fucking execute? Okay, how do you execute Justin? Well, one of the biggest ways is to add and remove friction for your decisions to well, first of all, you got to reflect, you got to think about which decisions you're making are that are that are healthy, and which choices are slowing you down. So that's where you start is asking the questions, then So you get some answers, you reflect on the answers, then you get a bit detailed on, okay, well, what is my action step to make this happen? Whether it's adding friction to um, a shit habit or removing friction from a healthy habit. But see, something I want to link this to is working with your natural interest. So when you're building habits, you need to figure out like why are you doing what you're doing what's the deeper meaning behind the habit creation and it's cool it's awesome honestly to start with shallow reasons because that's how things occur you don't fucking know everything before you start you learn as you go so when you are open. You're you're trying new things. You're putting yourself into situations that are uncomfortable. That is where the golden nuggets are found. And you have to mix the faith, the faith to trust. Okay, I'm going to go on a little leap right here. And I'm going to take the action. And I'm going to trust that. I will know what to do next. And if I make a mistake, well, there's surely a lesson to be found there. So the mindset you bring into situations, the, the self-belief, see, this is all a bit different and yet it's all seemingly interconnected. I think it's beautiful how that works. What characterizes a bad decision? What I've found is that if I'm sacrificing a bigger picture outlook for short short term pleasure that's usually a great sign that the choice i'm about to make is not a good one see when we indulge without an understanding of what that indulgence is doing to our future it it can be so destructive before we've even realized what we've signed up for and This is a principle that will help you your whole life is to be a bigger picture thinker, to think strategically and to put yourself in other shoes, to zoom out while being able to zoom in to understand, well, these are the short, medium and long-term consequences of my decision. And it comes down to just the idea of Understanding that there are layers to everything. So don't under-complicate under things. Don't over-complicate things, balance. Something that I wish I knew sooner was how to reflect properly. So let me draw you up an example. If first you need to build your awareness. So you train your awareness through habits and after building your awareness a little bit you can look and reflect so for me something that is just obvious blatant is when i get low quality sleep so what causes low quality sleep that's number one is eating too much soon before bed and not getting enough sleep and watching screens before bed. So if I do any of those the next day, it's apparent. You really can tell if you're aware. And so first you really need to build your awareness. Okay. I'm going to keep saying that. And once you're aware, you realize, whoa, my energy is way less. I feel slower, more lethargic. I'm more easily angered and many more detriments occur from lack of sleep and low quality sleep. So when you train yourself to reflect, that was just one example. Now think about all the, the things that you experience in your life, the relationships, the career, the mental chatter, um, just daily conversations and interactions. They- <clears throat> there are so many improvements that we can make through reflection and this is very detailed but hey um what what affects your life more than your human interactions like there there are things that are important money education and shelter yeah but your human interactions are are so important as well and if you can increase the quality of your everyday interactions with yourself and with others everything gets more enjoyable less stressful and more peaceful which creates a better life so i just i refuse to accept that people don't want that I don't know maybe some just want chaos and you know but even those people I think they're deep down just confused because on a a true level if they really looked inwards enough they would realize that they're just hurt and that's where their negative actions are rooted is in pain and um they know what they want it's just they're, they're a bit confused, and <laughs> yeah, so that, that builds off of my point. I think everyone does want more peace. I know that. I might have mentioned some of this earlier, but it's important to understand the traps. So, watching porn. Why is watching porn a trap? It affects your energy levels. I'm not going to go into details, but when you mess with your dopamine circuitry, you are playing with the molecule of pursuit. pursuit, <laughs> And when you're messing with your internal chemicals of motivation and how the levels are operating, see, this is the simplest thing you need to understand about dopamine. If you consume cheap dopamine, well, definition, what's cheap dopamine? It is a source dopamine which is earned quite effortlessly so real life examples porn is one of them junk food is another one um listening to music is another one so where am I going if you stack multiple sources of cheap dopamine upon another you will have a comedown just like after having a lot of caffeine or sugar, you have a crash. Same theory. So after your dopamine come down, you actually fall below baseline. So you don't go back to where your average dopamine levels were prior. You fall below that average. And this is what create, this is why you don't want to stack dopamine because that crash is not worth the, the rush. That, that's really what it comes down to. You're better off staying even keel and earning your dopamine through delaying gratification, doing some training, reading a book for 45 minutes, writing, doing focused work. And so that understanding is powerful. So it's just like, don't opt in for the cheap dopamine because you know where it's going to lead you and you know how it's going to make you feel because the drop below baseline is not worth it. So we stay even keel and therefore we're not such a roller coaster. And honestly, that's more peaceful in the big picture. Eating processed foods, that's another source of cheap dopamine and it messes with other chemicals in your system. See, sugar is addictive, and processed food is filled with sugar. Something I would love for you guys to take up as a habit, please consider this, is starting to check every nutritional label you read, or every starting to read every nutritional label that you're considering putting the food in your mouth. Because, oh, The simpler your diet is. Fruits, vegetables, um, grass-finished proteins, like that's all you need. I know, it's simple, but that's the truth. Fruits, vegetables, grass-finished proteins, maybe some beans, legumes, maybe. And make sure your fruit and vegetables are not sprayed with cancerous roundup. That stuff has glyphosate in it. Glyphosate clogs your pineal gland, glyphosate is a route to cancer. Cancer, unfortunately, is a big business. Okay, tangent over. What else? Screens before bed? We touched on that. The blue light just is not healthy for your sleep. Picking up phone? Okay, blue light number one, but besides that, there's something deeper. It is Your ability to focus, that is so destroyed when you are picking up your phone. (laughs) I read a great tweet today by my friend Nick, and he goes like, oh, get in the car, check phone. Okay, red light, check phone. Get to Taco Bell, check phone. You know, ideally, none of my listeners are going to Taco Bell. That's not something you do, (laughs) I hope, but point is, you're checking your phone way too much, and What this does to your brain is destroys your ability to focus and an unfocused mind is a mind that has a lot of mental chatter, a lot of bullshit thinking. You know, not deep um, PhD level um, analysis but fucking bullshit worrying and stress. See there's a difference, there is a, a spectrum of qualities when it comes to anything but we're talking about your thoughts right here. There are shit thoughts, there are medium thoughts, and then there are high level thinking. So when I talk here today, I don't want you not to think. I want you to think with intention, to know when you're thinking and what you're thinking about and why you're thinking about it. So that that is what the phone is, is getting distracted between tasks. Um, but even on that idea, when you're moving from task to task, the quicker that you can do that. See, uh, I think there is space for a healthy five to 10 minute break. But in that break, this is the details that will change your life. In the break between tasks, do something healthy. Rather than checking your phone, go outside and look at the trees and appreciate the birds and really pay attention to the wind on your face and the sun rays and all of the beauty that life has to offer. Or fucking sit down and just focus internally on your breath. Do some box breathing. Four seconds in, hold for four seconds, out for five or six seconds, and then pause for four seconds repeat the process. So point is during your in between 5, 10, 15, whatever you want to do, it's up to you. Not, not a tyrant, not telling you how to live your life, just sharing details of how I've improved my days and how I feel. So pick, pick your time and just fill that break with healthy activities, um, with presence. So by doing that, You're going to create a peaceful mind and I know that's what you want, I know it. And yeah, so I I just alluded to this, letting the mind chatter consume me. That is one of the biggest traps, absolutely. And the less you think, the more intentional you are when you think, your life's going to get better. So if you do this, I I know, I, I know that it'll help you, but please do let me know if you try this out love to hear your thoughts so i'll leave you here with this little assignment um ask yourself these questions are you happy with the idea of who you're becoming if not you're probably not happy unless you're on the right path then i'm 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 glad you've done the work because you don't get on the right path without doing the work so if not, what can you begin changing right now to start feeling better? So take a look at what you're consuming, your mind, your body, what you're putting on your body, what you're listening to, who you're talking to, the the ideas that you're allowing into your subconscious, your habits, I'm talking big and subtle habits, something like picking up your phone, that's a habit, Um, what you do after a activity, that's a habit, um, that would be like your follow up, um, when do you best focus, when are you most clear in your mind, that's not a habit, but you can use that to understand when to do certain habits or activities um the the habits big and small okay so i want you to zoom in and zoom out and get just sit sit and question think about all your different habits for a bit and your environment so yeah this is what you consume this is what you hear and that's that your mindset the approach the vibe, the energy that you're bringing into the activity. See, I'm not too big of a proponent of visualization. I think we must focus more on execution. But with that being said, there is a place for visualizing feelings to sit prior to doing a task and to set your mind on how you would like to feel after finishing that task. Promise you, that's helpful. Guarantee it. It's helped me so much, but try it. Don't believe me. Please don't believe me. Never believe me. Fucking test what I say with your experience because who knows, I could be wrong. I could be lying to you, maybe. But that's what I got for you, really. Um, I'll leave you with this. There's always something to improve um appreciate how far you've come while understanding how much better you can be okay it's that balance um don't be hard on yourself but don't be a soft cupcake either so appreciate the work you've done but understand no ceilings no limits you can go crazy places and if you enjoy please just all i'm doing this i'm doing this for you for the future people who seek out this information. So if you enjoy, help others see it by dropping a like. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Please tell me what you think. Where can I improve? What made sense? What intrigued you? What didn't you like? Like, I'm I'm open. I'm all ears. Um, And lastly, if you have good, close friends on this path with you, share it with them. If not, don't worry, you will meet the right people when the time comes. But hope you have a great day.